Yo, hello everybody. We just starting. We, we was talking about Vegas, and I said I like Vegas both times I went, and Bruce had the opposite effect. <laughs> I, I didn't, man. I just. What did you like about know, it? Maybe, maybe I'm just becoming an old man. Like the first time I went, I was like with family people, so okay. it was just kind of weird, you know, seeing all the the wildness with kind of uh, contemporary folks. You know, what you mean? want the so, right mindset for it. Yeah, it was a little yeah. uncomfortable, and I was kind of younger. So when I got my airport job, I was like, "Let me just go out there for a couple of days and just see, go out by myself and yeah. see what's good." And it just, I just wasn't feeling it, man. It was beautiful. I loved, you know, the waterfalls and I loved the lights, but I just, I don't know, just the, the whole vibe of the city. And I was like, "Let me get off the main strip," and I went down to Fremont. Yeah. And oh my god! Yeah, the hoodest of the hood. People are strange. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, I was gonna tell you. Uh, did you go off of the strip, or did you even do like the uh, the Hoover Dam tour and all that? The Grand Canyon joint? I didn't. I want to. You need to. I want to do that. Go go out there on some like couples trip shit because both times I went out there was like that, and I did a, this last time. I, I went to the Hoover Dam. I did the helicopter ride uh, over the whole city and everything. It was it was it was dope. And then the yeah, first time. Uh, Let's went clubbing and you could get it. This is, this is what I figured out about Vegas and probably people that have been there. They probably know this too. You don't pay to get into clubs or anything. You pay to sit down. Yeah. That's the key. So like we were there for like maybe four days and in four days I saw little John, I saw Sway Lee, I saw Floyd Mayweather like right across from our little section. There was a whole bunch of other ball players in there too, but I don't know my ball players. I saw so many damn famous people who were just insane and, Got in autumn mm-hmm. spots free. You could walk down the street and drink and shit. And it was, I went in the middle yeah. of the summer both times. And this second time, this, this last summer that just passed, it was a heat wave. So it was 111, 113 every single day. Well, damn. And we was at the Hoover Dam, man. I was just pouring the water on me down to my beater to keep my beater damp and shit. And then they kept saying, like, tour guide was funny as shit. He was all like, yeah, that's where Megatron landed on trying to look for the Allspark. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. the whole the whole shit. But we couldn't go down into the dam because that day, I guess, because they was fixing something. But even though just to go over there and see it, man, it was good. And like as far as Vegas, though, you do got to have money, though, to go out there for real. But that's why I always heard that the best thing is to go out with a whole group of people so y'all could just buy a section instead of it yeah. just being two people splitting like a fucking eight. You know, what I mean, eight to a thousand dollars and shit. If you got like 10 people and shit, each of y'all kicking, you know, 50 to a dub. You know what I mean? you can and that's that what it. I was thinking. Um, maybe, maybe I need to do. I need to go with a group of good people, like good hey. guys. You know what I mean? Do you drink? I I do, but I don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know, I mean? Van Rock. I know. I know you don't drink, Van Rock. That's that's another thing too out there. The the drinks keep coming and they're always free. But really, during yeah. the day, what you want to do? What you want to do in the during the day? If you got any key card, go to every single fucking pool, man. I was going into pools in different hotels that I'd had no business going there. You just walk in like you know it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to pools. This was one I wanted to try. When five I was hotels younger, down. Oh, shit. <laughs> choo-choo. Literally a choo-choo train. Wow. Word. Damn. Uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is another episode of the Don't Overthink It podcast. And uh, we have one subject matter to discuss, so I'm just going to play this song real quick. I'm sure you guys know this dandy little tune. This. <laughs> 
Him, it is one of his prime. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. He was on it right there. Yeah. So I think if by hearing that, y'all know what we're going to be talking about tonight. And we were all witness. We all pretty much saw shit. Vinny, you had already left. By the way, I want to thank everybody who came out for my little surprise, little birthday, Jammy Jam. Thank y'all. No doubt, I appreciate man. it. I wish I would have stayed long. Yes, I wish you would have too. Shit, you was first one there and, la- and first one to leave. I was like, God damn. Well, because I knew I had to go see my grandmother too, and they, you know, they kind of shut the lobby of the Hilton down. Mm. So, you know, we was doing our thing out there. She eighty eight. You know, what I mean, so I don't know how much time I got left. Got you, got you. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah, because right yeah, after you left, lot. go ahead, Vinny. I was saying, if I was so allowed to stay longer, but she was up mad early, and I didn't want to, like, you know. Oh, she had to get up mad early? She had, um, she had been up mad early, and then had to be up mad early the next day, so it was like, she wanted to come, but she wasn't going to be able to hang, like, as late as I would have stayed if I was no longer, but it's definitely fun, man. I appreciate being there. Yeah, that shit was very fun. And if y'all hear that noise, ladies and gentlemen, it's because Vinny is literally on a train headed to AC to get away from, you know, Harrisburg hooligans. So <laughs> on, on the one tour, volume eight, like we were saying, on the one tour. So, I, 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 you know, the time, I apologize about the time. I'm trying to time any kind of train announcements or horns with music. It always don't work. Yeah, I, I see. It's all good. It's all good. Shit. That's part of live uh, authentic experience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Shit. Um, but yeah, welcome to another episode of Don't Overthink It Podcast. I'm your host, Dominican Johnny, uh, here with a couple of my, my cohorts and henchmen. Um, I got I got Bruce, Anomaly Music, and I got Vinny, a.k.a. Vincent Dunn. Tell him Dunn. <laughs> I don't know why we do that. Good, good. Yeah, and you have the sound bite in here, too, somewhere, but I keep hitting the wrong pads, and it's something else that keeps coming on on this shit. But um, I'm, um, after both of you left, though, it was... Me, let me see, me, Diana, Lael, Toya, my boy Dre, Marcos, uh, let me see, who else? Oh, my cousin Karina and Michael. So then we was all there, and we started talking about the Kanye doc, and by that time, it was two episodes out, and we started talking just about um, how ill it was, and somebody said that they hadn't seen it yet, so I was like, a word? So I just put it up on the screen. Yeah, most of the people there, I was surprised I hadn't seen it. So yeah. Was everything was new to them. Yeah, so so then we started watching it. So we literally got through both episodes in like an hour and a half. Like some people were, were standing over in the kitchen area and we was all just drinking and, you know, whatever. Whoa. Oh, and singing off key and shit. And then, um, <laughs> and then, um, Leal and Toya, they were, they were on the recliner and shit. They were just like engaged in that shit. And then everybody just started just watching that. It became like a whole two, two and a half hours of watching both episodes of the doc. And I think the third one come out, what, tomorrow night? 
I think it came out tonight. I thought okay. it was every Tuesday. Oh, maybe. Okay. Well, then maybe the third of the trilogy is out as we speak. But, uh, oh, y'all like this joint? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's common, right? Yeah. The beat. Yeah. I'm playing all his instrument, all yay instrumentals tonight. Fuck that. Yeah. I want to make sure yeah, um, levels is right. I'm actually still in the middle of the second one. Okay. But at least but, you got through the first one, though. That's the one. Yeah. I'm, well, see, it's, it's we, we had a conversation. Because, yeah. The part about when he was talking to his mom, it was just like, yeah. It was, that was that was hard to watch. Kind of, well, if you if you've lost a parent, that's hard to watch. If if you didn't, then I you know what I mean but, you probably don't. Well, I'm a, nah. I'm gonna give you the flip side of that too. Even if you haven't, if you haven't lost a parent, like the fact that you know both of my parents are still here. But neither one of them ever gave me that type of push. Yeah. Ever. So it's one thing if they're not here. It's another thing if they are here and they didn't get it. Like, I know a lot of people who would love to have more time with their father, like Benny. Benny and his father was close. Me, I'd be trying to reach out to my pop and he don't even be responding. So it's like, (laughs) I almost would rather know that you're not here at all than you are here floating around. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, see, it, I'm yeah, here, you're kinda, here, yeah. and we can't link. But I'll, y'all, on the other hand, y'all don't have them at all to even reach out. And see, that, but, yeah, but that makes pops, me feel some type of way. See, but me and Vinny, though, even though me and Vinny, we both have a parent, uh, parents, well, a certain parent or something that had like uh, some kind of habit. But me and Vinny had this talk about that, too. Like, my, pops, my pops was a fiend, so... And it wasn't until way later in life, like way, I'm, I'm a grown man out of, you know what I mean, doing me, that he all of a sudden finds God and everything and is clean. And then now he's trying to push that on me. And I'm like, motherfucker, you the same dude that tried to steal money from me. You try to steal money from me. And when I caught you, you try to steal off on me. You know what I mean? You try to steal yeah. off on your own son because you wanted to feed your habit. You know what I mean? So it was, it yeah, was, see, a, my pop it was a weird that relationship too. like that. It was a weird, like, like, for example, like, well, <laughs> Good catch, Vinny. Um, when he um, when he was go- like he went to go do operation in Philly, and uh, that's funny that this beat is playing while we're talking about this shit. That's crazy. Wow. Anyway, um, I kind of saw his coming though. Like I, I kind of like when they had to put the tube down his throat so he could breathe and all that shit. I was like, yeah, that ain't gonna. Yeah. It was it was going to Philly for three different week three weekends, back and forth, staying over there the whole weekend just to be by his side and shit. And it was yeah. just, yeah, when, when he passed it, I didn't feel nothing. I still haven't, like, mourned my dad. Like, I had, I, because it was like, he wasn't really there. You know what I mean? And yeah, then when so he you finally. Didn't have, you didn't have to establish the neck. Yeah, because cause once he did move in, then I found out what a fiend was. And then I had to start putting the padlock on my door at 15. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So motherfuckers going to steal my shit. But, Vinny, you had, you, you was actually close with your pops to the point where he schooled you on shit, right? Yeah, it was like, um, my mom had more of a just like a nurturing type of relationship, but we didn't really have like the heart to heart that I had with my father. Like my father was a talker, you know what I mean? So like my father was the type where even if you were like getting grounded or punished or you did something wrong, like even if you beat your ass afterwards to be a two hour conversation about life and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? See, and that's what's to, up. To, see? To express yeah. all the reasons why he did what he did. He was the type where he had his demons and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it was constantly reinforcing how to um avoid the you know, downfall trip ups that he had because of his upbringing and all that shit. So Life with my father was a constant 
schooling where he made sure that he either taught me something that I needed to know from him telling me or he taught me something by me me watching him go through it and he also taught me how to learn from his mistakes so I was the type of kid that learned from the after school special type shit because Mm -hmm. I seen the type of shit that he went through and that what happened to him as a result so like I never was the type to be like when your mom smokes or your dad smokes cigarettes and they tell you not to but they're hypocrite I looked at it as my dad had so much trouble quitting smoking like yeah how he had quit, trouble quitting drinking like how he had trouble quitting smoking weed like how he had trouble quitting running the streets as but yeah. only in the dark but you don't wind up like my dumb ass and he used to always be like yo I wish I could be into video games or comic books and draw like you do so that way when I'm stressed out these assholes tell me what to do with the fucking job I can go to my room and draw a phone instead of like yeah. up yeah so watching Don to tell Kanye like yo you told this is dope it reminded me of my dad coming in my room seeing what I was up to and looking at pictures of fucking Spider-Man drawings and being like how far are you gonna run with this cause you can do whatever you wanna do that's, you don't want to do, if, if you don't and if you don't want to do this are you gonna you know you, you come landscape with me but you don't need to landscape like me like I, I should have stayed in school if, but if you want to do that the keys will be yours one day I'm sure you can tell me what to do soon enough oh but you don't want to do that when you're gonna be a doctor I don't know when you figure it out you do whatever the fuck you want to do but you just gotta do one thing be the fucking best at it don't right. be don't half ass shit you do right so when she was telling him that shit I'm like it was Hard. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the same type of like, you know, positive reinforcement that like my pops had. Like, whatever this, whatever you do is going to be inside of you, and you got to yeah. go out there and just grab grab the world by the throat because the world ain't going to give you shit. You got to take it. Yeah. That's the type of mentality my father always had, and and it just felt so like came at it at a more like you know loving type of way my father had more of a you know aggressive nature about it but mm-hmm. at the same and the funny part though too though if I was like yo dad look how look how good I did on this job or whatever people like you ain't you ain't that all that <laughs> and he would check me so like if I was ever too cocky he would check me right so it's like I could big you up but you stay humble word yeah Lay out what so, your, was, your pop, so your pop was the original uh, hope did that, so hopefully you don't got to go through that. <laughs> you know? Exactly, yo. <laughs> that, and exactly. And that's the thing, man. Like, when I was watching that doc, I was just thinking, his mother was pushing him, pushing him, pushing him, his biggest fan. And I didn't, I knew that they were fronting on him, but I didn't know they were fronting on him like that. Right. Yeah. Cause and it's hear, clear as day. Yeah, but to hear him tell it though on there, it seemed he made it seem like like Dame was with him from the rip, but not not when you look at it and, in that in those lens. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I thought so too. I thought Dame was with him for the rip, but it looked like they just it looked like it almost felt like they were like, "Yo, let's just get his kids a deal," because he going he gonna be our in house producer anyway. Just give him a deal. Yeah. And if he do an album, cool. And if he don't, whatever. Yeah. And but, like Dan was just the le- the lesser of the evils. Yeah. Like, yeah. I also I'm, he was I'm like also he wasn't disrespectfully. Yeah. You know, sleeping on him. Everybody yeah. else was disrespectfully sleeping on him. 
Dame just kind of like, like, like being vague and jerking them and not like jumping on it. Whereas other people were like, yo, just worry about producing. See, but I'm so like, I think that's why he felt more positive uh-huh. about Dame because Dame was dragging his feet, but he wasn't telling him he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he wasn't coming up to him saying, "All right, just make beats, nigga." Like he wasn't doing exactly. that either. But I think in exactly. Dame's little, in Dame's mind, I'm wondering if he was doing that on purpose to push him even harder to make him, you know, go even harder than what he he would and shit. Leo, what up? What up, bro? All right. What's good, man? As you see, we we we, we talking about that. We talk- whoa, what? Did, whoa, Jesus! Good catch, Vinny. <laughs> Vinny on the train. So we trying to uh. Every time the conductor says something, he 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 got his mute game is on, is on point. Where's he, he going? He going to AC. Oh, word, word. He should walk up front and ask the conductor what he thinks. Yo, what I you know. think about Kanye? Man? <laughs> 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 I'm, 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 I'm pretty this train. Yeah, yeah. Layout, what up, man? What up, bro? Yeah. So what, what was your thoughts on the doc? Because I was telling them that, like, you you and Toya were on the couch engulfed in it and while motherfuckers was in the back drinking and singing off key and shit. And <laughs> I know you wanted to say, shut the fuck up. Yo, it was locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it because it, it kind of shed some light, new light on who he was as a person, Um, what he basically... um. You know what I mean? Because what we see and, and who we saw from him, you know, and what we see now yeah, is, of course, we know it's a transition, but it also allows me to rethink the way I see him now. Makes so much more sense, right? Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, it's I'm like... Exactly the same. What we see is, again, how the media chooses to depict his lifestyle and who he is as a person. Um, and that's what we see based on the media again. <laughs> yeah. But when you see the documentary, it paints a totally different picture. When you're looking at it of an individual who had to pretty much hustle all his life, you feel me? Even though he had the full support of his mom, you know, you know, this, bro, a hustle is for you to just pick up everything that you have and move to New York. You know what I mean? On a whim. Not even on a whim, but with full confidence that you're going to succeed no matter what. Oh, yeah. Niggas don't do that, bro. Like, cats, cats, that doesn't, I mean, not to say that they don't do it, but to have that level of confidence, it wasn't even, he, bro, he could have failed horribly. He could have failed. The way they were sleeping on him, that was a whim. Yeah, like, it was basically a whim, but it was the belief that he had in himself that, got him to where he needed to be. You feel me? So, it's, you know, he, he willed himself to success. Like, yes. yo, like, I mean, that's like, when you think about it, bro, that's like superhuman. Like, literally, that is. I look at it as superhuman because he had that much will and drive to believe in himself. There you go. Yeah. That's what I was, yeah. yes, the will that, and the drive. To believe in himself. And then, bro, when he was like, you know, when that when that reporter asked him, like the dopest was like, you know, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing, but when the when the uh, he said the reporter they asked him, you know, how do you feel about the simple fact that you know you're a Grammy nominated uh, 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 artist and you've got yourself? What do you think about the simple fact he like you know what did he, I think she, he she said it to the fact of you know um, 
can you believe that you're here? And he was like, something like, uh, I guess, uh, now I'm just surprised that everybody else didn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. That part. Like, me and you both yeah. was like, yo. Yeah. It was like, yo, like, because he was, was cocky by, you know, but at the same time, I don't look at it as just being cocky. I mean, even though we know it, but it's just full confidence. And his, his library, library and category. Oh, mute the mic, Vinny. Like, it just backs it up. It, it backs up everything. So yeah. it's just the show, bro. Like, even though, like, we look at it and say, yo, he's made horrible choices politically. That's just one thing. Yeah. Don't stand. But when we look at that, but then we also look at the totality, his, though. Yeah. You know, he, he's a talented dude, bro. And he, he, and he had some hits. He had hits in yeah. general. You know what I mean? So to look at that, it's just like, wow. Like, you know, there there is, you know, um, I, just, I just see him a totally different way. I, I see him. Uh, now, with saying that, doesn't <laughs> I like everything on his catalog. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. I, I don't like maybe certain, certain choices that he's made when it comes to Sonic's. Cause some of those songs are just, I don't know. But well, yeah, some and some of them in Jesus was like, eh. some of them still not. But yeah, the majority of his catalog is fire, though. The majority, I, I can't, I can't sleep. The majority, okay, is fire. And the thing is, you got to keep in mind, everything that he does for himself is experimental. But yeah, he says that he gives to everybody else is crazy. Oh hell like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I got a question for y'all for the room, for the room. For, and I'm going to let all y'all go. I'm going to do it from top to bottom. So I'm going to do Bruce, then Vin Rock, then Lay Out, because that's how I see it. Go ahead. You can't call him Bruce. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. What should I call him, Leo? Come on, man. Ladies love. You got to call him that. Please oh, call him LL. LL. They call him Big L.A. Ladies yeah. love, bro. Ladies, <laughs> ladies love. Ladies love. Ain't nobody call him Big L.A. ever. I know. Yeah, that was funny shit. Um, no. All right. Um, we, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it was me and Vinny, or I think it was me, me and Big L.A. Um, we had this. Does he have the best three classic run, like three straight albums that was just college dropout, late registration, and Ooh. graduation? Does he have the best three, like dropping three classics straight? Does he have the best trio of classics out of any Bro, artist? I think he dropped. Five classics. Um, you talking about you talking about a run though? You talking about in a row? Yeah, in a row. In a row, but yeah, if you say in a row, I think all three albums were crazy. Yes, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, who has a better? He had the debut, the college classic, college dropout classic, late registration classic, the uh, graduation classic, right. and then he dipped off and did 808 and Heartbreak, which in Heartbreaks, which. Over time, that one grew to be a classic because then that sparked everything that's done now. All the emotional, you know, oh, I'm singing and all, all the. Sh he kind of well, he kind of got it from three stacks Bro. a little bit, but but he, he, after that was start after that was start fantasy, right? So to me, that's like five a five run. Exactly. I love eight oh eight. I love it. Yeah. I like I love eight oh eight. So to me, it's a, it's a, it's a five run because eight oh eight. And then what was after eight oh eight? Jesus. Which, so it's like a six run, really. I didn't like Jesus. I didn't like Jesus. I, 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 I didn't fall. I didn't fall off of, of 
I didn't become I, I didn't feel like Kanye was inconsistent until the, the Pablo era. But up until Jesus, I fuck with him. hundred percent. Jesus was after eight oh eight though? No. Yeah. Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was after that. Oh man. Wait, wait, wait. I thought Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was before Jesus. It, yes, was. it, was. it, it was. was. It was. It was. It was. Eight oh eight heartbreak was the I'm saying it, one. It was that's why I'm saying it's debatable that it's like it might this, be five if you think of sonically and everything. It's the five. Yep. It was it. You might have it. You right. So, so think about that. Who else have we ever argued that debatably you could say five, even six in a row? In a row. No one uh, yet. No one. No one. Oh, who? Damn. I didn't even think of him. And beautiful dark, dark twisted fantasy that didn't even go out. But shit, because eight oh eight changed everything. And and right. Leo, Leo, you with me on this I, one? We was in Australia. Motherfuckers in Australia in 2008. This is stronger was at its peak. I'm in Australia yep. with Lael. They knew who the fuck Kanye West was. They didn't even know who Jay Z was like that. that he Not had worldwide reach back then. Go ahead, bro. I mean, um, Kanye ran Australia, bro. He, like literally, did. But when he came in with the Glow in the Dark tour, yeah, the Glow in the Dark tour was fifty thousand strong. Fifty. Yeah. People in a field, fifty thousand people strong went to go see, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back then, yeah. yeah, back then. So he was, bro. He was selling out stadiums to the point where they had to actually add a third show that he actually did a smaller marquee, and that sold out within hours. Within you know, hours. you know what I thought was also crazy about that doc was, um, you watch them. Pushing other artists, yep, and they were trying to get like Omilo and Sparks, who never dropped the album, yeah. trying to get PD Crack. I love PD Crack, by the way. Yeah, me I, too. I, me know, too. I love PD Crack. I think but, he got blackballed because he went with Dame instead of sticking with Jay Z when they did the split. I think that's what. Yeah, him. like all, but all those artists, even Memphis Bleak, all the people, even Beans, all them people that they pushed. It's crazy to see how Kanye surpassed them immediately, easily, immediately. And easily, I mean, no. It, I, I, what did like I say? Like it wasn't even close. Yes. No. That's what I'm saying. Like even with Cam on there, it wasn't even close. Yup. Or even how he, how it's funny how like Jay like brought him up in the Chicago show and everything. Even after Dame put the chain on him and everything, and it's just like wow to see you superseded that whole stage, yep. literally by leaps and bounds. Even even Jay, they don't. I mean, yeah. Jay is clearly the better lyricist, but like album wise. Yeah. Stardom, worldwide stardom. He, he had him yeah. beat by long shot because, and and that that trip to Australia was a perfect proof of it. Because yeah. I remember we was talking about Jay Z, and they was like, "Who?" And but they knew who Kanye West was. They knew who Riri was. They knew Chris Brown. And at and that him. point, Jay had been out for yes, about a decade. But, I, but I'm gonna say something though. Over the years, I thought this: Jay Z's A and R. Jay Z's a trash A and R. Great artist. I'm gonna tell you why. Jay Z said that Cassidy did Cassidy didn't have it. Cassidy might not have had the best albums, but he clearly was a dominant MC. Okay. He destroyed Freeway, who Jay Z back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He told uh, Ludacris he wasn't ready. Told Kanye he wasn't ready. Like Jay Z trash A and R. Great artist, trash A&R. No, I think he was just still too focused on him. That's what it is. He was the Bruce, best A&R for himself. Bruce, let me ask you a question, right? Yeah. 
Now, I, thought he, I thought his name was LL. What the fuck? <laughs> this question, like, so what you saying that, do you think, now that I think about it, do you think that he might have said that because even he knew there was a chance that they would ask him? It's very possible because I know that um, the, the same thing can be said about uh, Joe Button. Well, Joe Button was on Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Joe Button's pen, his lyricism was getting him mad. You know, he was getting mad respect. And then Jay Shelby. Shelby, because he, and now the only thing that sets Kanye apart is because he had his own initial drive. And he couldn't, yes. once Kanye, but see, once Kanye was out the gate, yeah, you could, nothing could stop him. You couldn't stop him. I think Jay had that kind of Michael mentality where, like, unless you were as good as me, you suck. And he yeah. was that, you know what I mean? Like, he felt like he was so dope that, like, unless yeah. you're, that's why he only respected like the DMXs of and Buckers because it's like unless you were at the very very top, it was like I was it's a waste of my time. Yeah, I still want a rock chain though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to wear it. I just want it. Just hold up, it. but hold up, but she was on Def Jam and he ran that at one point, so you should already have one. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a Def Jam jacket. There you go. <laughs> but I didn't get. It. He got his own chapstick line, but you know. Wow. <laughs> Yo, he got that chapstick and shave butter, bro. <laughs> and that's the first Kevin Hart. Yeah. Exactly. My heart rate. You stupid. Yeah. <laughs> He's stupid. But yeah, that's but, what I was but, saying though. As far as as far as yay though, just shit, the the mind. And I love the fact that he still has auto people. I love seeing a young consequence before he got his teeth fixed in there. From the rip, you know what I mean? And now look at consequences up, up, up with him, with him. And Rhyme Fest yeah. is still there. And even even the dude who was recording Cootie was still there, which I didn't know That's who he up. was at the time. And the fact that he had the motherfucking foresight to start documenting himself and the confidence. Much respect to Cootie, yo. Yeah, the, the, the fact that he had the confidence was, to do that from the rip. I was telling Bruce, like, this whole joint. It's like, imagine if while you were watching the last dance documentary, Mike had footage of when he got rejected for varsity squad in high school. Yeah. Like, imagine having that kind of foresight that he raised. That because and, and even if he weren't sure, right, think about how bad he must have looked. Like, who's he think he is walking around here? Like, he had to know he's trying to get these people to believe in him and give him a deal, and he's walking around with a camera crew like he's already a superstar, which could have adversely affected him. I'm going to tell you firsthand when I had a camcorder back in the day and I was just trying to document everything people was pissed Yes. Get, yeah, get that camera out of here same here yeah. yep, same here because certain street cats you don't want to do that and indictments <laughs> and all that but now it's funny they all run to it but let me ask y'all something do y'all think he got that idea from because I, I don't know why this just popped in my head do you think he got that idea of like documenting everything from the rip from Muhammad Ali, when Muhammad Ali had had his man, his his photographer going with him literally everywhere. No, nah, remember that? I think, I think that came organically, yo. Yeah, that was that was literally organic. I, I feel he like my man saw it. Here's the thing, bro. Now I'm wondering if that got inspired by I, it, like subliminally. I, nah, I say that, bro, is because Kanye had a, literally had a premonition, bro. He had a premonition. He had drive, and I, he had force. Like literally, he had force. He knew himself and basically like he had the confidence to know that he would succeed. So he just wanted to document that. So everything that he said, he believed. 
everything yeah. basically set up. He believed. He believed that eventually he would be in a. He believed that his beat that hot that. It would so I don't think that it was. I think it was just a motivating a motivating factor within himself to really have somebody document his life story. Because again, that's how confident he was, cocky and confident. I think he also was ahead of his time as far as like the Instagram era where you yeah. share your life with everybody. Because think about like just the, the outro on college dropout to just, even without us really knowing how much had been documented, he's mm-hmm. storytelling the process. And that was amazing. I, never, too, I had never heard anybody talk like that about the process to get from point A to point B where you're yeah, yeah, amazing. So to see footage correlating to, you know, all those steps leading towards that. 20 years later it's just absolutely crazy but he still spoke on it on on the record like that ain't something where it's like a video because he don't that's it's encapsulated it's time it's a fucking you know time capsule yeah and the fact that he knew he knew i think he wanted to get people literally bring everybody i think that's how he won because he brought everybody into his world you could be a street nigga and still hear because even well after the song was over on that it went on for an extra eight minutes him describing the whole story with people putting their actual ad-libs on it and what does jay-z say at the very beginning of the the song yo fuck you kanye making me do this shit like motherfucker you Mm -hmm. should be yeah in hindsight motherfucker now look you're like damn i'm glad i did that shit you know what i mean Word. It's like, come on, man. He literally told the whole story. And, and if you just hear just that part of it, it'll make you like him even more. You know what I mean? I wish he would have talked about I, spaceships a little more, though, because I love that song. But I think oh, I yeah, think back to what, what Leia was saying about his mom and shit. Just think about the the way that that doc so far has explained who he is. Because if you take all that chip on the shoulder that he earned from the industry, you know, whatever then you add that the confidence his mom gave you that like they just don't know yet and then you take away his mom and then you take away his mom without that grounding like so she's giving you damn damn fucking train (laughs) my bad y'all she's giving you this shit (laughs) he couldn't get the sense out Is we there, Vinny? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's still talking. That's what it is. He must be still talking. Nah, nah, I paused it because apparently, like, it was like Mixmaster 2000 on the horn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, we get it. <laughs> what right. you were saying? His mom gave him all this ego, but yet she kept him grounded. At the same time, just like my positive mean, like, he gave me all this confidence, like, you dope. But if you see that was, like, too confident about something, he's like, nah, don't get too big, motherfucker. Like, you know? And then, so he is, you know, she instilled all that in him. And then she was taken away without him really having a, a grip on how to provide that balance and turn it on his own. And then she was kind of replaced by the, the ridiculousness of the Kardashian type of reality world in a way. So it's like, now you have all this ego and you don't know how serious. I think he you had that, all to be honest with you, though. Just on theory. But then on top of all that, you still, you know, crazy like a cop. And a lot of the shit, I'm sure, is manufactured for, you know, hype and publicity. 50 Cent, 50 Cent said something really dope on, a, like, The Breakfast Club, like, the one time where he, he tries to maintain the, the number one status of, of the category of being a rapper and not a mogul or anything else. Because if you're a rapper, you can say do whatever you want and just say, 
oh, I'm a rapper. It's kind of like how it's a lot harder to cancel a stand-up comedian than it is a actor because you're not, you know, you don't owe nobody nothing. Mm. So I feel a lot of it, you know, a lot of it definitely like manufactured, but a lot of it is still not in that direction from his mom. Like, like even talking to him without that. You know, you broke up right there. Even talking to him about what? Even being like, he has to do all the stuff, keeping himself in check and turn that he would probably just have done by just being in touch with him. Yeah, yeah. She was definitely his custom model, man. Like I said, fuck yes. There you go, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm wondering what he really used to do, like for that void, though, man, to lose that shit. Well, he, he's not. But I'm wondering. He's doing everything. He probably believes that he's the reason she's dead because he probably paid for the surgery. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure he does. And so that's no the weird shit about that. Leo, I know you're about to say something real quick. I was wondering, it's just like, wow, yo, you're, like you're up there in age. Like, if, if, her mom, if his mom was like a young, and I can understand, but like, like the vanity part of it, like you wanted to just get like an elective surgery. It wasn't nothing that you needed, it was nah. to look that like. So it's like you instilled all that confidence in your son to not like be you and everything, but then you did that. That's yeah. weird. That's I find that weird, yo. Like yeah. the vanity killed you. Yeah. That's weird, and, man. And I'm he's probably thinking, damn, it's because of this money that I have that my mom is yeah, here. Yes. He's probably going through mad feelings, yo. Yeah, go go ahead, Leo. You about to say something. But nah, the damn. the thing is his mom the doctor told his mom that she had a heart condition, bro. Mm. They told her beforehand that she had a heart condition and that she shouldn't go ahead with surgery, and she did it anyway. That's what yeah. vanity, man. And and some of that was that confidence too. Could have been like, nah, we're gonna do this regardless. We're gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, like we can't lose. We can't lose. Right. Yeah. And part of it was because, um, she was saying that she was going through, you know consistent back issues or she was having like just back pains that were constant so what yeah. was the surgery then that that she passed from well, she was getting a reduction That's i it. think it was a reduction and a lot of you know big girls and it wasn't no other it wasn't no oh it was see i thought it was something cosmetic too that's what yeah. yeah that's what i thought it was reductions are important sometimes it was a breast reduction that's what she get that's the surgery but, but certain reductions are like a reduction in the lift, like all the same thing. Uh, so I think that's why. So I think that's why. So I think that's why they ran with that. It was like, uh, uh, you know, that part as opposed to the reduction part because it made. But now they do like it both at the same time. Like when they do reductions now, they try to shape it better too. Yeah. Wow, that's. I always thought it was like yeah, like some elective shit. Yeah, I mean it is elective to a degree. But. To a degree, yeah. But even still, like I can't even imagine. I can't, I can't imagine like financing that and that being your rock, and then they're gone. You gotta, you gotta feel somewhat responsible. Yeah. yeah, it says yeah, coronary artery disease and multiple post-operative factors. But it says from cosmetic surgery. Hmm. But the yeah, because that's, cos- that's, that's cosmetic. Yeah, that's yeah. Cosmetic is anything like out outside the body. Like yeah. outside the internals, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's fucked up. 
No, nah, but it, it says, yeah, following, died unexpectedly following a breast lift and a tummy tuck surgery. So there was more uh, to it. But she was getting a double. Yeah. yeah. But she probably figured if I'm going under here, you might as well just do a couple. Yeah, a little tune-up, a little, little tune-up here and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Living out in L.A., man, that shit will probably fucking have you think yeah. you got to keep up with, with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I heard that's it's one I prefer, of the, on, I prefer it, the natural. It's still wild because definitely a lot of people that do that who dance or eat on the red carpet. So, yeah. you know, so it's like, it's it's, fuck, it's crazy that it was like, you know, that, that yeah. she paid that ultimate price for shit that people do all the time. And you know how they always say, like, the Illuminati. You get into the Illuminati, you have to sacrifice somebody you care about. And they keep saying, like, it was Jay-Z. Jay-Z sacrificed his nephew in a car that he bought, that he died in a car accident, you know, the car that he bought. And they say that uh, with uh, with Ye, it was his mom. But uh, that, that's just weird conspiracy theory shit. But damn, man, just, the, the, I don't know, man, the price of Vandy. got my brow raised. Yeah, man, it's just shit. But, but all right, just moving on for that. Rest in peace, Miss Donda West. I wish I wish my mom would put the battery in my back the way you put battery in his. And also, while we was talking about it, rest in peace, rest in peace to all three of y'all pop too, man, by the way. Oh, yeah. Regardless of who they were, what you may have thought of them or what the vices were, rest in peace to them, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shit, Leo, when did when did your pops pass? Bro, he passed in 2010. I was in Australia. He was it. I think my pops died the same. Same year. That's crazy. Yeah. Inside of his home, he had a cardiac smoking weed. No shame shit. Same with mine. That's crazy, man. And shit, mine, mine died shoot, eight months after my mom died. Uh, I'm that guy in the same year, 2018. Meanwhile, my pops is still out here not returning my phone call. What up, though? We gonna we gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with some Harrisburg terminology. We gonna swoopy. We gonna swoopy. <laughs> we gonna swoopy, bro. We gonna swoopy because he ain't coming to his son, bro. I only got swooped one time, and it was by four girls. Oh shit! Oh, that ain't yeah. swooped. You got Molly whopped. That ain't and I couldn't do nothing about it. Deja ransom. I know you still out there. I see you. What the oh, shit? It's all like nah. You dropping dimes, nigga. <laughs> yeah. But moving on. All right. Did the third episode come out tonight, Lael, or is it is it tomorrow night? Anybody I don't know. know? Let me see. I, I, got I, I thought it was Friday. Tonight. Yeah, I got it, it. It definitely ain't tonight. They've been coming out Friday. Oh, Have they? they? Oh, no, I thought they there. came out on Wednesdays. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong. I thought it was the middle of the week. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. I could be wrong. Oh shit! Jesus Christ, that was loud. Anyway. When y'all told me to watch episode one, I watched it on Tuesday night, and episode two was up. So that's why I said Tuesday. I think you might be right. Let me check right now. I'll let you know right now if this shit's up. But, man, overall, though, if that shit, if watching that documentary don't motivate you to do better or get up off your ass and stop being a lazy bitch, I don't know what will, man. It definitely does. It definitely does. Yeah, so let me see. What is... Is the third episode? Oh, uh, I think it's out now. Um, boom, 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 boom. I just be going oh, run though. Tomorrow, creatively. tomorrow, y'all. What's tomorrow? Yeah. Yep. So is when it, this is drops, it at midnight? Um, oh, it, it might come out tonight. Yeah, it, it could come out tonight, but it's definitely uh tomorrow, March second. So 
So it drops okay. Wednesday. Mark, that, that means it'd be like after 3 a.m. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, Pacific time. Right. That's March 2. Yeah. Do y'all want to touch on... I, I wanted to touch on this thing real quick, and I think this relates to to all of us on some real shit. Um, we, you know how we were like, oh, damn, we ain't link up in a while. We got to talk about this. 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 And then when it kind of when it gets to the moment, if you don't write it down, you kind of forget it. So then yeah. doesn't it make you wonder like, yo, we be thinking all this shit is important. Then a, like a week can go by, a couple of days will go by, and the shit that we was like, oh, we got to talk about it, doesn't even matter anymore. That's because life is just happening and we can see that's the um That's the Trump plan. Do something crazy every day so that way you don't got a chance to stress over anything you did. Yep. Yes, or just keep it, it like we just get bombarded with so much shit. Like I heard um, they said this shit on Brilliant Idiots earlier today when I was listening to it. Um, he was saying like people do so much critical thinking for you that do you ever really have the time to sit there and think? No, you don't. And I think that's the plan. Crazy. Ain't that some shit? Like you'll hear Joe Rogan or if it's something that you really like interested in and you hear him give a, give uh, like a, a full deep dive. So it's be like, he did half of the work already for you. So you don't even have to go research and shit. And then you just go with his opinion because that's who you, you fuck with him. And you know what I mean? You believe in him and all that. So it's a term for that. It's called confirmation bias. Mm. Elaborate. I I never do that. Like I respect all of y'all and y'all can tell me your opinion or something, but if I really want to know if I'm, if I'm going to find myself, uh, uh, regurgitating anything, I'm going to find out for myself. Mm, yeah. And that's just that's just you know that's not it's no disrespect or not saying I don't believe anybody, but I would rather you know have a full my full own opinion than just respew whatever I'm hearing. I think it matter. It depends on if you say something like completely bogus, or if it's something like something inside of you saying that don't sound right, my G. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know. But I mean, even if it doesn't, if it's something that I'm not up on, I'm not going to repeat anything until I'm up on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all tell me something, I'll be like, oh, I didn't know that. But before I go and tell somebody else or try to give my opinion on it to somebody else, I'm going to make sure that I'm up on exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 That confirmation bias. Elaborate on that, Van Rock. Unless it, unless there's a choo-choo train. Deep into nah, we, pull, we pulling up to Philly, so if I have to mute, I just get okay. the point later. But confirmation bias is basically like you know, like, for instance, if, if, like you said with Joe Rogan, like if you tend to have a lot of ideas that are conservative or whatever, you might have a, a specific podcast or Fox News or MSN or whatever it is that tends to be things that agree with the things. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now arriving. 33 states going up here. It's our final. Yes, damn. The we train in Philly, edition. baby. Yes. Vin Rock has arrived in Philly. That was pretty quick, too, by the way. How long was you on that train? What, hour and quarter? Oh, it's probably still going loud as shit. Yeah, he he probably still talking. Pardon, pardon me, y'all. Pardon if the uh, if the podcast goes a little awry, but hey, that's what's called. Don't overthink it. So I'm not overthinking it, and I'm not going to edit it. It's just it is what it authenticity, is. Authenticity, baby. Authenticity. Absolutely, absolutely. And Dula was the main one talking about we need to record and shit. And now he, the nigga didn't even answer, but he he probably got some other shit he got to do. Yeah, by the way, Leo, I appreciate you coming on because I know you pod way more than all of us. (laughs) Yeah. 
we're pulling up now. The long story short is, y'all know what it is. It, it, whatever you listen to, like, it usually agrees with your already preconceived ideas about shit, and it just adds more to it. You never yeah, give yourself an option to. Yeah. You never get yourself an option to listen to different ideas and thoughts because you know you listen to some shit that's going to agree with what you think. So you don't got to fucking so feel like bad Trump supporters. or be conflicted. So like exactly. Trump supporters, they just agree How with many, anything like he says regardless. If you're a Trump supporter, it's very unlikely that you watch MSNBC to hear a, a conflicting <laughs> opinion. To, to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like for real, just like I'm unlikely to watch Fox News. So I do it too. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, look at look at Vinrock getting up off the yeah. He is. I tried out. I tried to watch Fox News just to like get the other side of things, but yeah. man, it was crazy. What's, what's my man Hannity? Is that who's on Fox News? I couldn't even tell you who's on there now. Sometimes I, I, I sometimes I just it. listen to him though, but sometimes you could hear the bias through his voice. You could just hear it through, and it'd be like, okay, I can tell you're blatantly do this, and you don't really give a fuck if the other part, like if if the left or, the, or whatever is right or wrong. You're just doing your bias and you're going and you're interviewing people that agree with your way of thinking. Like you ain't yeah, even trying to hear nobody's other shit. It's like, damn. I might as well have been watching Cartoon Network when that shit was on. He's stupid. <laughs> He's stupid. It's, it's some people that is like Hannity. That's kind of like Stephen Colbert or Don Stewart yeah. for the right. Yes. Where it's kind of like satire, but people just use it at face value. And then they just run with it. Oh, Jesus. It's not like you're saying, Nuck, if you buck. Leo, <laughs> 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 what are you up to? <laughs> um, I'm sitting here listening, talking, and actually preparing the shows for the week. Yeah, I bet you are. How many you do a week, too? Let, uh, plug your shit. Plug your shit. Uh, we do comic book talk with friends. On Monday, we do um, Say What on Wednesday. What time, though? Because I always be missing it. Well, Comic Book Talk with Friends is, is 9.15. Uh, on Monday, it's uh, Say What is 9.15 on Wednesday. Uncivilized Scoundrels on um, Thursday, which basically is the same time, 9.15. Um, we do, um, well, I do a morning show called... Um, uh, you know, Fridays with Vinny, um, where I basically go through his room while he's at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's in the morning when he's not looking. And then at evening time, we have Figure Flex Friday, uh, where we flex, we, you know, with figures around 7 o'clock. And then on Sundays, we have um, uh, Take Your Position. And uh, that's a whole new, he got a whole network. I ain't Pause. Take that. Your Position? Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. And what what's the take your position? What does that entail? That's we, we pose our fix. Okay. Got you, got you. All right. But I mean again, like I mean what we're talking about is I mean the whole thing is it's sometimes set yourself up for success and it's and it's not a bro, listen, if you have a goal and you have a drive and you know exactly where you wanna go. The, it's the journey, like the, the it's 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 the joy is not the success, it's the journey along the way, bro, and the things that you pick up along the way. So doing these shows, network with individuals, you know, dealing with the good and the bad, right? All that process. So once I get there, it keeps me grounded, it keeps me humble. Um, 
you know, and, and, and on top of that, bro, you enjoy things better. That, that's the thing. The one thing that Pharrell said, bro, that was so dope about that, um, that uh, documentary is when he said, look, you know, even when you make it and once you get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still you doubt yourself. Still doubt yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Still doubt yourself because you'll never be complacent. If you yeah. are people that, you know, because. You don't want a whole room full of yes men telling you that your your, your shit is all right and it's dope. Mm-hmm. Yourself, you know that you could have done better. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can keep pushing yourself. You got to keep pushing yourself and never stay complacent because, like I said, you always, in anything, all of us, we have to be at least 20 steps ahead of every step that we take. Literally. Yeah. Mm. Like, literally. Because there's always someone out there that is doing the same thing you're doing or has the same idea, bro. Yes. So that's the thing. That's what Kanye, and like Bruce said, he was always ahead of himself, bro. Mm -hmm. He was. But he was a visionary and his ideas, even though we look at him and like, we're like right now, the dude wears rainbow. But he started his, like everybody's wearing them now, bro. Crazy. Chicks be wearing like the, the hunter boots. I'm not getting in those. I'm not getting in those, bro. Nah. I'm, yeah, I'll pass on that one. I mean, we get some serious rain. I might consider it. Yeah. <laughs> on the, on a random Wednesday. Nah. Yeah, he been wearing them literally everywhere. But I, I'm wondering if he's doing that to prove a point. Like I'm that I'm that nigga. Like I'm gonna wear this shit so that. much to the point where y'all gonna see it all the time. He's gonna be like, all right, I'm just gonna wear it because it's fashionable now. You know what I mean? I could see that. I, I could see him. I could see and him. He earned it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he earned the cachet. I mean, look at how many motherfuckers was rocking pink polos and shit, or rocking a book bag with polo and shit just because of him. Or you know what I mean? He was rocking a DR mullet though. They, they've been rocking the mullet over there, but that that, that ate away the heartbreak phase though. That's when he was experimenting with all that with the, with the fashion though. He was going way far with it well what was the album um what is the album after his mom passed his mom passed before uh graduation um when did his mom because uh, now i'm thinking about i'm trying to figure out when he kind of really got you know into space so to speak let me see she died 2007 yeah that was right before graduation then yeah. Damn. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So he still kept it going. So she she might have been there during the process of graduation. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, so then he started getting really experimental yep. afterwards. Because mm-hmm. he yeah. probably had he probably needed more to fill that that heartbreak. Yeah. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what heartbreaks and eight oh eight is about. Exactly because bro, when he, I mean, his mom died. He got with Amber Rose. He just, he, but not he, even though he himself in his personal life went off the deep end, his music never suffered at all. If anything, nah. it got better. Yeah. Nah, he, he, he weaponized his pain for sure. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like Vinny, he weaponizes his pain when he comes home. Like, you know, that room. <laughs> you know. It's, it's the way to go. <laughs> the way to go, go. <laughs> yeah. so, so he's the original Mandalorian He just tell him exactly. this is the way This is the way This, this, was wrong. <laughs> this is the way <laughs> this, this is the room 
<laughs> oh, we needed to. We needed to do. We needed to have one of them jokes at the end, shit. Because we would get a little too fucking serious. Talk about death. You should have. Um, when you had your party, you should have hooked up some mics, man, and and y'all should have had a show then. It was sitting right here in the ottoman, but I didn't want to ruin that because my my cousin, my cousin Karita, God bless her, she was she was she started feeling bro, the drinks. Bro, you needed that though. That would have been alright. Yo, he's the man, Kanye, bro. Yeah, that's how she sounded, yo. And yeah, I can tell she was like, like, go ahead. She was like, you know that Kanye? He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Leo wanted to be like, would you shut the fuck? <laughs> oh, she was cool though. Thrown out, bro. Because you know it's a house full of Spanish mofo's. So you, you. <laughs> it wasn't full of them. Y'all dominated shit. The only Dominican. It was. It was. Three Dominic, two Dominicans, one Cuban. Everybody else was either white or black. So you can't really say that. <laughs> oh, two Cubans. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but you didn't drink though, so you, you technically you got kind of kicked out of the Cuban nation. <laughs> you got kicked no, out of it. No, no drinks. No cohibas. No none. No nothing. Nothing. But then again, Toya took shots for you, so I, I'll give you. You get a pass. Hey, there Salute it is. to Toya. Yeah, me and Toya was up here drunk dancing. <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> that was a good time though, man. We need we need to have more of those. Definitely. Congrats again, live, bro. Congrats on the seed that you know you 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 you've uh, produced. Yeah, I've been thinking about that all week, man. Congratulations, yeah. <laughs> man. Congrats, bro. Straight up. Thank That's you. what I'm telling you, bro. With you, that kid don't need Saturday morning cartoons. It doesn't need weekly cartoons, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to you. Straight up. Yo, speaking of that, speaking of that, do y'all remember how fired the Muppet Baby was? <laughs> it was. Baby. Yo. Oh, I every, every, it was it was fire. It was fire, bro. I used to videotape them shits on the fucking uh, VCR bro, I tape. Of the Muppet Babies, bro. Do you ever try to watch a VHS tape? Nah. Not lately Yo, it, because it, it'll um, eat the tapes it, now. It's unbearable. I don't even know how we made out any facial features or anything. I have no, even, I have no, it's unbearable. It's even hard to watch DVDs now. Yes, it is. Yeah. I popped in, I popped in a DVD, like, uh, Amber had wanted to watch the one because she hadn't seen it. And I popped in the DVD and I was like, nah, this won't do. And I bought that shit on Prime. <laughs> this won't do. Yeah, I got something for <laughs> this y'all. Won't do. I got something for y'all. Listen. Yup, that's it. That's it. I do not sound like this motherfucker. When you rule, it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sound like Marco. That kind of sound like Marco. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Oh my god. You ain't gonna yeah, let me live that man. down. You ain't gonna let me live that one down, is you, Leo? Leo no. ain't gonna let that one down. No. Shit. No. It's all good. It's all good. You did your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, um, I'm telling you. You definitely did. You muted. You muted yourself or something. Say you got to repeat yourself, Leo, because I didn't hear nothing you saying. I said, bro, you can make some money. Yeah, I wish I could do voiceovers, man. I would definitely. <laughs> Shit, jump into some damn voiceovers. You can. Fuck. Fuck me. 
I would do that shit easily. Shit, I'll be the nasally, whatever the fuck. Throw the language and stop saying pause every five minutes. Yeah, you, I just do that. Hey, just to add a little humor. That's you all. Can, you you saying you wish you could do it, but you can. You can. It's easy, bro. You you can. You can do it. It's Sounds easy. Like- yeah. Well, if y'all ever need a character uh, on your on your show, then let me know. <laughs> bro, all you gotta do is find the sesame. Just walk and talk. He's breaking he up. He's breaking up yeah. like a motherfucker. And Vinny sounds like he's dragging a dead body. Uh, you can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes. I said all you have to do is go to the uh, Sesame Street set, walk around and start talking. You have a whole flock of kids following you. <laughs> Stupid. You'll know it's magic. Yeah. Yo, uh, the state of the dress is happening right now? I think it is. Yeah, I don't even I think know. It is. I don't. I don't even know where Joe's been. Yo, where's Joe been, bro? Where's Kamala been? Where, where's Kamala been? I have no clue. I don't keep I'm up just, with politics, but I mean, if she's the vice president, like, where's she been? Has anybody seen her? Other no, than her, other than her cussing out Charlemagne at one time, because you know what I mean. Part of me, part of me is thinking because we saw Trump every single day. Yep, that is that, expected. Yes. Yeah. Now it's like, well, where are you at? But yeah, that's how it was, bro. The last surgery. surgery. It was. It was. A, it was nothing. But it was. It was constant. Him. We didn't put it this way, bro. If you think about it, right now with Joe Biden's run, we're seeing more of the the world. We saw less of the world when Trump was there because it was all him. Yeah, it was just him talking about talking shit about the world. But yeah. my God, you can't front that that shit was entertaining as a motherfucker. Who's the little baby in the background? I was my boy. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> you want to bet? Then got us looking at Constellation. I know. He got us looking at fucking ceiling <laughs> art. <laughs> it's, how, like, it's how he came in there saying, Seven silver swans, ma'am, Then he got us looking at the uh, the ceiling in the, at the farm. Yeah, yeah the train he, station. He got his layover. He says, like, an hour. Oh, you know, right. bitches love. You know, bitches love those glowing dark stars on the wall ceiling. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like, yeah, just like every chick has the shiny, the shiny headboard from uh from Vatican City. <laughs> the same wow. one, the same silvery one. You know what I'm talking about, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. I would be out. I would be out on that note, man. I'm too old for that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Well, yeah. We we up on an hour. So on that note, though, I want to thank you, fellas, for joining me. It was shits and giggles and Kanye talk, though. So, you know what I mean? Hopefully, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Vin Rock, I appreciate you even uh, coming on what, with you being being on the road and everything. I, yeah, yeah I for everybody listening, I apologize about the uh, audio. Hey, they don't like it? Fuck them. Shit. <laughs> Too bad for them. Vin, you're going to be back on Thursday, right? Vin Rock. Or maybe not. They probably talking in the background. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You hear me now? Nah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I'll be back there on Thursday, by afternoon, the latest. I'll be there for Batman. Okay. Oh shit! And, uh, Batman. Oh, hold up. Are we doing a Are we doing a group joint for Batman or not? Nah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's on Thursday at seven. I gotta check to see if uh, anybody added you to the event, John. Fuck no, nobody uh, did. Thank you. Shit, I'm there. Yeah, seven, seven, bro. And then we got to do a, a pod on um, 
Slaughterhouse next time. Oh, shit. Absolutely. That was one of the subjects. Yes. Yes. Well, see, they keep coming out with little webisodes, and, though. So we get it's have more. To... It's more. It's, it probably makes sense to wait because more shit comes out every day. That's what I'm saying. They have a bunch of webisodes. And I didn't even notice that until I started. I started following Joel Ortiz recently. And then I see yeah. it every time it's a different little webisode up. And it, it seems like they're, they're having more fun with it and spoofing it more than anything. Well, we can let yep. it marinate for a while, but I'm rocking with Cruz and Joel. People talking about if you're a real Slaughterhouse fan, don't support it. Are y'all crazy? That makes I'm copying day one. Are you crazy? So you're telling me we're supposed to ignore the two more consistent lyricists out of the four just because y'all exactly. are Exactly. And Royce is my guy. Don't get me wrong. And I'll, exactly. And I love Joe Royce, voluntarily I, retired. How can you be mad? Right. How you exactly. <laughs> It's just it's really wild. Since day one, but come on, man, you can't leave the house and be mad at what we do with it after you abandon it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and it's really wild. My name is still on the lease, man. We ain't trying to hear that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Well, we could talk about that next time. Let let some more of the story unfold. When does that album drop? By the way, because I know they put the, the pre-order. The eleventh. Oh, the eleventh. All right. Cool. I got a signed vinyl copy, merch, and the CD coming. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. And then they put they added insult to injury though. That really probably pissed them off. Was like uh, adding the, the the burning pig on the fucking cover and everything. That's See, but what it, it is it, But it's but it's way to that though because I mean I'm, we'll talk about it on the thing. But quick said that's that's supposed to be symbolic because it's fans burning those shirts in the video. Yeah, it's supposed to be yeah. that it's the burning the burning of it is supposed to be the fans upset that they couldn't get their shit together. Yeah, 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 and and probably Joey is probably more part of that demise than anybody. But it is right. what it is. He, he burns everything but he touches, bro. I that can't, that I hard can't EP lie. they did, that hard EP they did was fire. So I can't wait to hear a whole project. Yeah, Absolutely. and then the fact the fact that they have a whole project already done in the tuck with Alchemist beats and Just Blaze beats all over it, and that it's we'll done. Never hear. Yeah, because Joey won't sign off on it. Yeah, so it's like crazy. Okay. I'm wondering if it's just. I wonder if that's ego or is there something like. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it Did is. Did you see the second episode? The little episode they put out. They played a song from the Glass House album. Uh-uh. Oh my god! Watch that right now. I will. I will. We get. Out, we get off of this though. But um, in the meantime, Vinny, Vinrock, enjoy AC. Yes, sir. And mute your mic, goddamn it. Yep. All right, man. <laughs> All right. Later. And I'm gonna end with, with with this. To me, this was one of the first songs that I heard of Kanye's, and I was like, this one just touched me. Just talk about just the struggle of life, like or his life. Yeah. Even though it was just arguing about some accused of him stealing pants, but still, it was just the emotion and the soul and the beat of this is what got me. This this shit. Yeah, working, yo telling you that just sounds like you're on like a chain gang type beat you know what i mean yeah yep and then with the little bells in the end it makes you think like okay i'm daydreaming i'm gonna go zone out somewhere else listen to that shit and that came out from his brain on a fucking mp and an old asr 10 keyboard that's crazy yeah insane yeah but anyways uh Lael, what up What's up, brother? With the one six scale man, we'll be out. What the live is? What tomorrow night? Yeah, live is tomorrow night. Um, yeah, that's it, bro. Okay. Tomorrow night. Everybody, go to uh, his YouTube channel, one six scale man. 
Live tomorrow night. And, yes, sir. Uh, you'll check me and Vinny out on Monday. Talking our shit. I see. I always, see. Vinny dropping gems. As always. Yes. As yes, always. He does. Yes. He always drops the thought That's of he Damn keys. Because, like, I'm saying, bro, you away. Everybody needs keys to the candy land while you away. Exactly. <laughs> the, uh, candy land. The dead mother's still in Harrisburg. She watching the shop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fellas. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna wrap this up and shit. But thank thank all y'all for joining though, man. I appreciate y'all. All right, I'll be doubt. tuning in. I'll be tuning in tomorrow on on your live on your live layout. All right. After I watch the Kanye doc though, fuck that. I'm gonna watch that tomorrow. Quick. Hopefully yeah. it's out tonight, midnight. I know. Hopefully, sure. yeah. All right, fellas. Uh, all right, all right, bro. All right, yo, peace. 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 Yeah. Oh, sorry about the uh, little uh, noises and stuff. It was a little little noisier than usual. Vinny was uh, on a train to uh, Atlantic City. So a little getaway. It don't hurt to, uh, to get away every now and then. So he was out. Um, but I do appreciate him uh, putting in his input and everything. And this song just just does it for me. Anyways, this has been another episode of Don't Overthink It Podcast. Dula was God knows where. I'll hit him up later, see what's going on. But I'm going to leave y'all with the instrumental to Spaceships, which is one of the dopest songs on College Dropout. All right, peace.